Good morning, fuckers. It's another day at the Daily BM. That's right. We're coming to you from across the pond at Liverpool, England. And we have a special, special podcast for you today with uh, La Vida Liverpool and Justin from the MBR, the new Brighton radio. Mikey, what's going on, man? What's happening? Eric, how are you? I'm not here because I got in trouble. (laughs) Eric is in what we call a version of the Facebook jail, the Daily BM shitter. He is in the Daily BM shitter. (laughs) He's in the outhouse, locked up. (laughs) Definitely on our shit list. Yes. we, We hope you guys enjoy this special episode that was recorded live. Uh, and with that, I think we are ready to have it start. Let's do this. Yes, and welcome back to the second half of the show with me, Justin Hopper from La Vida Liverpool, the online magazine that's been promoting positive news and all that goodness throughout the region for five years. The radio show here on New Brighton Radio on the tropical banks of the Mersey for the last year. And now the new print La Vida Liverpool magazine. And guys, it's safe to say positive news and good vibes are taking over. Um, people have, you know, people are having enough of the mainstream media. People are having enough of all the misery, the doom and gloom, all these words, these bad words that have like, you know, really negative impact. You know, all these, these 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 terrible things that rain down on us from mainstream media. People have had enough of that. And it's time to turn our backs on that and focus on the great things in our local communities, all the great things in society. We look around. It's mostly good, guys. People are mostly good. So La Vida Liverpool invites you to focus on the good. And all that is good. Uh, and we do that every Thursday um, as well through the, the radio show here. And we like nothing more than, you know, collaborations here at La Vida Liverpool. You know, collaborating with with people, not just local people, people all over the world. And um, that first song for the second half of the show by Idlewild called American English, even though I couldn't actually, you know, find any reference to anything American English in the song. But hey-ho. So, yes, this second half of the show, welcome back. So what we're going to be doing, uh, we're gonna, we've got this amazing um, cross-the-pond UK-US collaboration. So it's a bit of a long story to, to, to get you, you guys into the second half of the show, but I'll try and keep it brief. When I lived in, in West Kirby, uh, I did, I, I had like a bit of a, Bit of a party flat, shall we say. And I used to, to do the rounds on the local West Kirby drinking scene. And I met this guy, this awesome guy called Brad, all the way from Florida, who was over uh, to Liverpool. To, well, he's staying in West Kirby, and he's over to, to watch Liverpool matches, a big Liverpool fan. So we we partied for, for what seemed like days and and then they become becoming really good buddies. We've stayed in touch um, via the powers of social media. Now, Brad all the way over there, Orlando, Florida, has got this incredible podcast called The Daily BM, which has really taken off, just like La Vida has these last five years. Uh, The Daily BM is a hilarious, uh, rip-roaring podcast that he does alongside his buddies, Mike and Eric. So basically, we've had this idea for a while of joining forces to do a UK, US Kind of like, you know, some sort of weird, mad collaboration where we're just going to be comparing, you know, notes on both sides of the water. It's going to be hilarious education 
for people listening to, you know, what it's like that side of the water and what it's like over here. So first time we've done this, first time I've done this uh, live on air, like through this, uh, it's like a bit like a Zoom system that I never used before. Uh, these guys <laughs> know what, 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 what it is, but I don't. But I'm hoping that it's going to go well and it's and it's not going to be like dead air for, for the next hour. Um, so we shall see. Let's get these guys on the mic and say hello and hopefully everyone will be able to hear them if I've done everything right. Hello, Justin. <laughs> hello. I'm hoping we can hear. Let me turn the speaker right sure. on. Sure. Um, so let's try again and hopefully everyone uh, on the radio waves can hear. Let's say hello. <laughs> So you got Brad, Mike, and Eric in the house with you uh, coming across the pond from you from the U.S. of A. I'm just gonna. I'm hoping this won't go terribly wrong because it'll be it'll be very uh, it'll be very silly if it does on my part. <laughs> Let me just give this a sec, guys, because uh, you guys should be coming through the, the the main speakers. Hang fire one second. Stand by. One sec. Okay. No, we're going to try again. <laughs> this is, uh, you guys can start, record. feel free to start recording the show when it starts going right. Oh, but this is, this is showbiz, this is entertainment, this is what happens. So, yes, how's it going, guys? Mikey, take it. <laughs> oh, it's going quite well. Thanks for asking. Ah, but I figured, I figured out what I need to do, guys. This is going to be a bit of a interview. Fantastic. This is what happens, it's first time. I, when I press the presenter, um, up to speak for some reason we can't hear you but when i put it down we can't hear you so let's um i'll have to put the presenter thing down as we're speaking so anyway guys how's it going and how's the podcast going well i i gotta tell you right now off the off the jump that the podcast is going great everything uh between the three of our lives is going great so no complaints yeah none at all Nice, nice. So how long have you guys been doing the podcast? I've listened to a fair few episodes. It's next level. It's hilarious. Um, so, yeah, how's, how long have you guys – how did you start the podcast? Have you guys been buddies before? You know, how did it come into fruition, and how long have you been doing uh, it? Great question. Um, I, I met Brad about 21 years ago, actually. Uh, we worked at uh, a little uh, gimmick called Chili's together. And, uh, and, uh, we, we, we've been friends ever since. And then he introduced me to Mikey just last, what, it was last year, guys. Yeah. About a year ago. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, he's like, yeah, man, I got this gimmick going with my boy, Mike. And, uh, I'm like, yo, I want to get back into it. Cause I had my old show, which was called the SOM. I worked for 102.5, the bone here in Tampa and, uh, getting to know Mike already knowing brad was fantastic <laughs> so mike thanks eric <laughs> i was gonna say mike why don't you tell them like how we actually got the idea of the daily bm in the first place so, so the listeners brad and i have been friends for about i don't know close to a decade now maybe a little longer and we always have these funny conversations back and forth where we just make each other crack up laughing. So one day we decided we were just sitting in the car and we were just going back and forth. And I don't know who came up with it, but I said, you know, we should start a podcast and we should call it the daily BM. 
you know, for the because our initials are B and M, you know, which also stands for bowel movement. <laughs> and we thought it was hysterical. And we originally started by we were just gonna do it weekly, but we were gonna call it the daily BM because that was part of the humor. So now we're we actually do broadcast Monday through Friday daily, and we're on episode one fifty five on all major platforms. So that's kind of how we got started. Nice. And it really has. It's it's it's, it's taken off in a, in a major way. You guys have got a lot of followers. Um, we should, you know, before anyone decides to tune into one of your podcasts, they are pretty wild, aren't they? It's safe to say. I mean, they're not exactly PG, shall we say. Um, so, you know, if someone hadn't heard it before, you know, how would you describe your wild? And you guys, what I love, you get... You just go off on crazy impromptu, you know, complete improvisation, crazy <laughs> tangents, the stuff you guys talk about. So how would you describe the podcast for those who uh, those who don't know? Okay, I can honestly tell you that, you know, you are not, well, you, you, in the United States, you can get away with it being under 18, but um, you find a way around it. But uh, we are definitely marked for explicit because sometimes our subjects are touchy by nature and or absolutely hilarious that everybody thinks but doesn't want to say so sometimes, out loud yeah. <laughs> sometimes maybe just a little Ooh. bit yeah so you know i would say it's it's the stuff that you people talk about on the daily amongst their coworkers and friends you know what i mean um in that kind of conversation i think that's kind of how we like geared the show around it you know and touch on things that that are quietly talked about you know in the back room <laughs> so to speak <laughs> <laughs> yeah you guys have had me in stitches i mean you just don't know what you're going to get with the, with this podcast the daily bm you really don't know what you're going to get and everyone's different i mean i don't know how you guys you know think of so many things to to, 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 to chat about you know because every you just don't know what you're gonna get and you do it every day don't you you do it every single day you have a podcast we do and it's it, it, it's for some people it's kind of hard for us it's easy all we have to do is talk about dick pussy <clears throat> Oh, oh shit! Sorry. <laughs> well, just just a, just a quick note. You we we can't do it on this radio show. But yours yours is okay, but but not on this. Sorry, one. sorry, we'll, sorry. We'll, 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 we'll carry on in a much uh, in a much more chilled way. Okay, so uh, let's ask that question I'll again. <laughs> we'll let Mike take that question. <laughs> I'm so sorry. We could mute. We're gonna mute Eric for the rest of the remainder of the show. Um, Mike, take it away, my friend. <laughs> Are you going to ask a question, Justin, or do I just pick up from there? <laughs> well, whilst I've still got a show, I'll... Uh, <laughs> I'm so sorry. No, it's, it's all good. Uh, just to remind you, it's not the Daily BM. We'll be doing loads of that on the Daily BM, yes. but it's obviously... Uh, it's obviously... Let me live live, which is we need to be a lot more, more careful yes. about. So... Anyway, so you guys have a show uh, every... You, have a, you guys have a show every day. How do you, like... You know, how do you keep up with so much content? I mean, do you just roll with it and just decide, see what you want to talk about? Or do you literally, you know, do you have to like, you know, think of something each time? So Eric <laughs> spends a lot of time putting together show prep where he researches and does lots of diet, you know, uh, gets lots of information. And then basically we sit down, and we go over the information that we're going to talk about. And then the podcast starts and we go completely off script. And it's usually my fault because I usually ask some question or I come up with some crazy idea and we just run in that quarter. I mean, we just run with it. We just go with it. And it's pretty wild. It does. It, it, it goes off. And as I say, you never know um, what to expect. Have you guys like it? So what, obviously, I was saying there about his background and, and radio. Have you guys had a radio or 
podcast background before what what, what make, gave you the idea there you know you, you know justin you know I, the most experienced person obviously <laughs> can't uh, get it out right but um i can honestly say um yeah i've had um i didn't have i wasn't on a radio show so to speak i did have a podcast in 2009 that i did for about two years um that's my experience but i've also been on a different radio station before we're getting ready to go back to Eric's old neighborhood and the Tampa area here in a few weeks. So we will be on terrestrial because I said celestial and got corrected about it once. <laughs> so we will be on terrestrial radio in the United States. Nice, nice. And I, I suppose sooner or later, we're going to have to, you know, we're going to have to bring this in, uh, you know, the whole, you know, comparing things in the U.S. to the U.K. We will get to that very soon. But um, I think a good place to start, of course. I did a bit of an intro there about how me and Brad got to know each other. So you were over um, from uh, Florida coming to watch the Liverpool matches. Big Liverpool fan. We met in West Kirby. We ended up partying for I don't know how long. As I say, it felt like it was days, but we had a damn good time. Um, so you know, let's let's start with let's when we as we ease into talking about the US and the UK. Let's talk about their. You know, you're you you've been to Brad. Was it the first time you've been to, to to the UK? And 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 how did you find your experience coming to to the Wirral uh, when when you came over? You know, at first I didn't know how I was going to like Liverpool, honestly. But uh, even though I'm a Liverpool supporter, but I'm going to be I'm going to tell you because Mike can actually vouch for this. I talk about it all the time. It was one of my favorite trips um, because I didn't you know, you always hear like in the United States from people like, oh, the French aren't fun, which is probably true. Um, I'm just kidding. But, um, <laughs> and then you hear you hear, you know, oh, the Brits, you know, they're snooty, they're snooty, snotty. You know what I mean? But at the end of the day, um, you guys were the nicest people. Um, like when I met you guys, and by the way, that was 14 days that we partied, just so you know. Um, so uh, it wasn't two days. I don't, I don't know what you're trying to win over here, but it was 14 days. I was there and we went out every night and we ran into you at the pubs. So uh, we made sure of it. But um, yeah, the people were great. Um, I still have people that um, I talk to um, on a regular, uh, that group of eight that I met of you guys, I would say probably three or four, including one of the Frenchmen. Uh, so, um, you know, wee <laughs> wee. Oui, oui. <laughs> yeah. You don't know that guy. No, I'm just kidding. But, um, so I, I'm just saying, I, you know, every time, even like, um, I had some, um, um, interns come over, um, we were watching the world cup and, uh, they were from France and, you know, and their younger generation loves Americans and I'm going to be honest with you, they were great. You know, they were really great, good kids, man. I mean, they're adults now. I mean, they're they're probably in their late 20s, early 30s, you know. But uh, yeah, I just, I enjoyed the people. Um, I especially enjoyed the landscape. Um, I loved going to the museum, the Liverpool Museum. Um, I forget what the port is down there. Is it Albert's or? You got the Albert Docks? Yeah, the Albert Docks. That's what it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I've, and I've been up into, and I, and I drove up into Wales and into Manchester and all that. Yeah, so I, I, I just loved England as a whole as a country. I just thought it was a great experience. Awesome. And yeah, as I say, just to remind you when we're speaking, it's, it's a bit mad the way it's working on, on the, the desk this side. Uh, when I um, put the presenter's mic up, which I've just done now, um, basically, um, we, you know, you can hear me. And then when I press it down, you guys will speak. And for some reason, 
I can't put the, the, the presenter's mic on at the same time as yours, the different things. So so I'll ask and then obviously get a bit of a delay. But we improvise. That's what we do, just like on your podcast. Correct. Um, so talking there then to, to, to Mike and Eric, have you guys ever been to the UK? And if so, what's your – obviously Brad's made a load of new buddies here. We keep in touch. Have you guys ever been over here? And, and if so, what have your experiences been like? I have never been over there. Uh, the only time I've ever went out of the country was I went to Jamaica. And that, don't get me wrong, that was a great time. But I've never been over the pond. Okay. What about yourself? I actually uh, have not been over the pond to England. Um, I have been to Germany, but not England. Uh the way Brad talks about Liverpool, it was actually on our list of places I wanted to go, but the pandemic hit kind of shut everything down. So that has been put kind of on hold for a little while, but I definitely want to visit now because uh, the way Brad just talks about the area. I mean, he, that's, he constantly mentions how amazing of an experience it was to go. So he's gotten me into uh, football. <laughs> we like to call it soccer. Um, yeah, and you know, so definitely want to go over and catch a Liverpool game. Well, I suppose that takes it uh, nicely into where it's starting to heat up. This, uh, <laughs> well, you know, <laughs> heated up before, but we've got over that. Um, but, <laughs> but, <laughs> but yeah, where it's gonna, where it's gonna, where it's gonna really heat up this conversation because it's gonna be really interesting. It's gonna get really interesting. So, you guys, obviously, there. Eric and Mike, you've never been to the UK. Brad's told you all about Liverpool and how friendly we are and we like to party and all that. But tell me, before Brad told you about all that, what was your perceptions on the UK? Do you think it was one big place where people spoke like the Queen? What was your perception <laughs> on the UK having not been here? Oh, my God. <laughs> go ahead, okay, Mike. I, I guess I'll take this one first. Yeah, go for it. <laughs> so, basically, I had two perceptions. I had... It was either um, very royal and um, sophisticated, well-dressed, you know, well-educated, <laughs> well-spoken, or was the exact opposite of that. Like it was like you yeah. had two, you had two extremes. Like it was either the the aristocracy or the, the common people, <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> and they were wildly diverse. So that's kind of, and yeah. I think, you know, movies have a lot to play with that because we get a lot of the stuff that we see here is based on television shows and things of that nature, you know, and that type of, that type of stuff that we see. So I kind of had that imagination. Plus I always feel like it's always raining. I don't know why, <laughs> but when I think of England, I feel like it's just a constant rain. It's either dreary and yeah. rainy. Like that's it's the not two Seattle, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, but then I'm also like, you know, there's all these beautiful like countrysides, you know, like picturesque scenery and things of that nature. So that's kind of what I think of, you know, and then I've heard that the food can be uh, bland at times, but the beer is amazing, <laughs> um, but it's sometimes served warm. So it's kind of like, uh, I don't know, this is kind of different. So that's my impression of it. Eric? I Actually, I, I agree with you, Mike. Uh, the food is bland. <laughs> uh, how about add a little salt? To the gimmick, <laughs> shake it up a little bit. <laughs> uh, the I, I think it would be amazing to go to uh, a pub there and you know have it out with all the best. Get into a gimmick with the uh, the soccer teams, the fans, everything. 
Uh, That's that, football. Football. <laughs> it's football. Football. Not foosball. Football. Not foosball, but football. I, I didn't say foosball. I said okay, I was just saying. <laughs> and you probably need to describe what gimmick is because that's I don't know. That's yeah, I don't even know if they know what the word uses. gimmick is. <laughs> <laughs> I want to. So, I got. I want to do a fucking British impression. So, but, oh, oh my god, we're gonna have to muzzle him. I swear. All right. I'm sorry. I, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> yeah, so talking about the um obviously like the the preconceptions and that, you know. Um so, you know, here in the UK, you know, I've 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 been to Chicago, but that's my only experience of of America. Um I've never been to to Florida. If someone mentioned Florida to me, I would, you know, I would basically think of um Disneyland. Uh, I would think of Miami Vice, uh, I would think of orange, oranges and orange juice um, and some nice beaches. That's all I can tell you about Florida, to be honest. Have you got crocodiles there or something like that? Uh, and then food, I would say loads of loads of fast food joints, loads of McDonald's. Am I right in saying? No, no, you, you're, you're actually right on everything. Yeah, Except right for the, on point. Except for the, uh, we have alligators, not crocodiles. That's the only yeah. thing that you're wrong on. <laughs> yeah, just to educate the, the English people on the difference between a crocodile and an alligator, it's really just the snout. <laughs> the alligator has like a <laughs> rounded snout and a crocodile has a long, like elongated snout. And they're usually way more aggressive than an alligator. Don't get me wrong. You don't want to get into a lake here and swim around with an alligator because you're going to get ate. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, uh, but no, you know, we have a lot of fine food here too. Um, it's not just, you know, McDonald's and Burger King and Taco Bell and Subways, you know, I, you know, like when I was in Liverpool, I was really surprised to see a lot of KFCs and, um, and Subways for fast yeah, food. Yeah, yeah. Um, and there's like a Subway on every corner and it was, I was literally dying laughing. But, uh, yeah. you know, it's if you stay in the Orlando area, for instance, there's a lot of theme parks. But when you go and you move away from the Orlando area and you hit like Tampa, uh, South Beach, Miami and things like Saint that. St. Pete. Uh, St. Pete, you know, anywhere on that West Coast and on the East Coast of Florida. Um, and believe it or not, because the beaches are so different, like they're totally like on the East Coast of Florida, which would be like Daytona Beach world-famous Daytona Beach where the spring breakers go, um, you're going to get a lot of surfers uh, because the waves oh, from yeah. the Atlantic Ocean, you know, create these these nice waves. You go to the West Coast and you got the white sands, you know, the white white sands, but it it's the Gulf of Mexico, so the water's warmer and there's not as much waves. So there's not a lot of surfers over there. It's more where people go to relax, drink a lot of alcohol, hang out, maybe partake in some other things that are in a, of a legal substance, you know, in the United States, uh, probably there too. But uh, yeah, so I mean, but you know, we have sunshine probably 90% of the time and 10% rain. I mean, you know, and that's usually in July and August. And then two months out of the year, we have rainy season. And then, you know, you get the occasional storm, but it's over in like 20 minutes and then it's sunshine for the rest of the day. So unlike Liverpool. <laughs> And we're talking. You're talking there about obviously like the um, the surfers and and all that, you know, because that, that's how I picture it as well. Loads of sunshine, um, surfing. You know, beautiful people. You know, is it is? Do you find that surfing community? Are they like you see in the 
in the, you know, in the movies, are they sort of like, you know, quite, you know, they love themselves and they think they're the best and they're a little bit like, hey, I'm dead cool, I'm a surfer. And, you know, is that the kind of vibe or the actually, you know, what's it like in the surfing community there? Honest to God, uh, there is really no surfing community here where I live in Lakeland. I mean, seriously, there really isn't. Uh, if you if you want to go to, like Brad said, Daytona Beach, you want to go to Cocoa Beach. If you want to go down on the other side, you want to go to Sarasota. Um, it, Mike, I mean, what do you think? I mean, you want to elaborate on that too? Uh, he's muted. I can't hear him. I can't hear him either. <laughs> yeah, he got muted. Uh, well, so, so, I, I apologize. I wish it was ever <laughs> I wish it was Evic who was muted at times, I can tell you. <laughs> what, I, uh, what I was going to say was, I think, Justin, what you described was actually every American, just minus the surfer part. Like, if you just take all those adjectives <laughs> and just put American instead of surfer. Uh, yeah, they do have communities. Um, I don't necessarily know if they're full of themselves, but it is, it is something that bonds that group of individuals together. What's really interesting about living over here is we have such a diverse group of individuals because we have so many people that have moved from other countries to America, it's like a giant melting pot, really. Like you can go and experience, you know, Asian cuisine and culture, English cuisine and culture, German cuisine and culture um, throughout, you know, the 50 states. And it's, it's pretty uh, incredible as far that's, that's what's amazing. You know, like we can go to Helen, Georgia and have, it's, it's basically a town that's German. And it's almost, it feels almost like my mom went there and she's from Germany, grew up there. And she said it's very similar as far as the food and the cuisine and people, because there's a lot of Germans that live there. So, and you know, as, and as Americans, Mike, you know, I I know you'll agree with me on this one as Americans, I think we take for granted Mm -hmm. our own 50 States because we always want to go to like Italy, you know, England, Germany, France, you know, to see the Eiffel tower, blah, 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 you know, but we forget the 50 States that we have here in our own country. There's so much to see. You know, there's so many beautiful places in this country to go and you almost take, I think everybody, I don't, I'm, I'm, I don't want to speak for you, Justin, but I believe everybody takes where they live for granted. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. De- definitely. So, yeah. And I think an interesting point you mentioned there is you see, this is the, this is the whole thing. If I'm talking about Florida, I see Florida as just a place, but we forget that it's a huge state. So there's parts of Florida that are completely different to other parts of Florida. A state of America is like basically like with a lot of them, you know, just like like the whole of the UK and, you know, can fit in a state. So it's sort of like, you know, the the UK has got a quite a lot of diversity for a small place. But you sort of forget that when you're talking about Florida, it's huge. When you're talking about America, every state's different, mm-hmm. isn't it? Yes. 100%. Every state's different. Um, even in Florida, we have lots of different regions. So you can go to a coastal region, have a beach experience, or you can travel, you know, more to the north of the panhandle and have a totally different experience. Now, we don't really have any mountains or anything of that nature here in Florida, but you can definitely have a change of scenery. So you can be more like a woodsy experience. Um, we have large cities, you know, with skyscrapers, and then we have small towns that feel like they never left the fifties um, <laughs> as far as, you know, the yeah, American fifties yeah. where they have small mom and pop diners, mom and pop, like hardware stores, things of that nature. So it's, it's the whole spectrum because it is such a broad space and you got so many diverse people living here. Um, I took a trip one time to Vietnam 
And um, I was super excited about going over there and trying like local Vietnamese food because I, I liked Vietnamese food from what we've had in America. So when I got there, I was like, okay, this is going to be so much better than what I got in America because, you know, it's, it's, it's here. This is the place. So I get there and I started having the food and I was like, wow, this tastes exactly the same as what I get back home. And then I realized, you know, it dawned on me, and this is pretty common sense, but it dawned on me that, you know, the, the people that were making it here are from, from Vietnam, it's their recipes, and they have the same ingredients because the way that the world, they can ship ingredients anywhere. So the fresh stuff they get here, because we have some similar climates, and the other herbs and spices, they can have shipped in relatively quickly, so they can make the cuisine almost exactly the same, if not identical. So I was kind of taken back. Um, like, one of my favorite English meals is bangers and mash. Um, I get it at almost every <laughs> pub, and that's one of the things I'm dying to try in England because I want to see how much different it is there than it is here. That and blood pudding. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. I wanted to try that too. So what's like for you guys? What's so? You guys are from Lakeland, so it's obviously a place in in Florida. So what's it like where you live, and what's the what's what's it like for? To just describe it to someone like me who's I don't even I've never seen where you guys. Live. So describe what's it like for food and drink? What kind what's the restaurant and diner scene like? What's the music and nightlife and the clubbing scene and that? Um you know, you know, Justin, it's it's the, the club scene here it I wouldn't say we have a club scene. I say we have a pub scene. Um and, and, and what I mean by that is we have a lot of bars. Uh you know, we, we have uh I wanna say uh we have Molly McHugh's, which is an Irish pub downtown. We, we have uh, Langsters, which is a bar downtown. Um, I, I don't really know of any true clubs. Uh, we usually go to Tampa because Lakeland, where Lakeland is, it's in between Tampa and Orlando on the I-4 corridor, which is Interstate 4 is what we call it. Uh, so we're kind of like a small town wedged in between. That is like, I think we're ranked the third fastest growing city in the United States right now, as far as growth population to, to the size of the, of the area. Um, so that being said, um, I think you'll see the future of Lakeland kind of merge Tampa and, and, uh, Orlando kind of together because it's already coming our way. It's coming from both directions. You see Tampa expanding and you see Orlando expanding. I mean, they've already taken it out past Haines city and all that, but the club scene is very small. Um, you know, Mike, you can talk about food and stuff like that here too. I mean, it's yeah. Um, on the on the club scene note, um, because we're located between Tampa and Orlando, there's two prominent places that your listeners may have heard of. Uh, one is Ebor City. Uh, it's it's like a suburb of Tampa, almost Seventh um, Street. It's pretty well known. A lot of people when they come to Tampa, Florida, they go visit Ebor City to party because there's several clubs, this entire street, there's, there's just a line with nothing but different types of nightclubs with, you know, dancing experiences and all sorts of different types of uh, entertainment. Um, and they have bars that are open till two or three in the morning um, in that area. So that's a great place. And then in Orlando, I think church street uh, is still pretty prominent as far as a place to visit where you can see a lot of different clubs and have that type of, you know, experience and nightlife and things of that. Uh, Lakeland, as far as food goes, we do have a lot of restaurants that are owned by like local chefs and things of that nature. Um, we have like Chef T's 1961, um, which that's like an Argentinian restaurant. Chef T's is more like just a uh, upper scale. They cook a bunch of different types of cuisine from around the world, just depending on what day of the night you go there. Uh, we have a lot of Italian places because we have, you know, um, 
some people that have moved from Italy that have their own little mom and pop Italian places. And we have all the major chains too. I mean, there is a lot of fast food, but there's not <laughs> a lot of places that are like quote unquote American food. Uh, we have diners that have like hamburgers and things of that nature. Um, if the listeners hear Jets in the background, <laughs> I just okay. do have to say real quick, Florida, Lakeland, Florida is world known for sun and fun fly-in. It's basically where hundreds of different types of planes come once a year for a week-long uh, show, air, air show. show. Right now, we have F-22 Raptors doing an air show above us. So, they're flying <laughs> so it is over, loud. Over so we apologize. Area. So if you hear a jet fly by, no, we're not constantly under like, you know, military surveillance uh-huh. it's actually a, an air show going on but yeah that's a little bit about the food yeah. and a little bit about the culture as far as that goes justin sweet well obviously bud's told you about you know what it's like here mm-hmm. but um obviously for your listeners and, yeah. and, and you know people who are listening from your side of the water you know as i say you might say before with, with the with the movies and with the stereotypes you know a lot of people you know they think it's oh, liverpool uh, so england they all speak like the queen and all this yeah. and there are a lot of stereotypes, but if you came to this part of the world, obviously Brad's told you guys, but I'll explain to you, you know, Liverpool as a city, you know, you've got the Liverpool city centre and then it's a very friendly place. It's a port, it's a dock. It was, Liverpool was one of, I don't know if you guys know, was one of the the biggest, you know, docks and I think the biggest in the UK. It's one of the biggest in the world. You know, a lot came through uh, Liverpool. I mean, a lot of during the potato famine in the 1750s, mm. the Irish, uh, a lot of the Irish obviously wanted to go to America uh, and would come through Liverpool. Uh, a lot of the Irish, um, you know, they couldn't afford to go go on with the journey and stay in Liverpool. That's why I think it's about 25% of Scousers from Liverpool got Irish blood, so mm. big Irish heritage. But Liverpool's a very friendly city. As a city itself, I think there's, um, I think there's close to a million if you're talking about the Liverpool borough and then the Wirral, I think there's about See, where we are in New Brighton, you've got Liverpool, and then in between Liverpool and North Wales, you've got what's called the Wibble Peninsula. So it's kind of like, if I'm showing you guys my phone there, it's kind of like a little peninsula. And, and where we're based here in New Brighton, it's a seaside town. Um, it's cool, good sense of community. The Wibble itself as a peninsula, as an area, there's probably only about, say, 300,000 people or something, uh, 300,000. Uh, but where we're based here, I'm just pointing on my phone, um, it's, a, it's, it's a gorgeous seaside town. The street art's quite cool. There's a good variety of places to eat and drink. You've got the promenade with views over the Liverpool. So at the end of this, we're based in a park, this radio station. And then at the end of the, just walk through the park, you've got a promenade with views over to Liverpool. Um, it is, and, and, you know, we've got a nice mixture of some, you know, um, so, so, some parks and beaches and, you know, a lot of countryside within two hours, Within two hours, uh, we can get into Wales, to the heart of Wales, Snowdonia with lakes and mountains. We can get up to the Lake District within two hours, the mm-hmm. Peak District. You know, for a small country, you can get places pretty, you know, fairly quickly. Um, you know, and, and, and there's, some, there's some gorgeous places. You know, it's a nice, diverse mix. There's loads of different accents. I mean, as I say, you know, the movies tell you that, oh, everyone in England speaks posh and we're all like the Queen from London. But there's, <laughs> there's so many different accents accents you know it, it, it's crazy but let's let's talk guys because obviously about the sports side of things because brad uh, met i met brad because as i mentioned he was over coming to watch liverpool play staying over here we became good friends kept in touch hence this podcast and um, but let's let's first of all compare soccer or football 
what's it like in you guys have got a football team there what is there a big following or is it just like a you know uh, one of the things that you follow if you don't follow the american football for example Okay, so repeat the question to me one more time, Justin. Sorry, buddy, because I kind of I got Actually, lost. You know I'll jump in and start, and then Brad okay, can okay, up. then I'll follow. So, up. so basically, uh, we have a lot of football fans. Soccer, we're, I'm going to call it soccer, or uh, I'll say football then soccer, so that way I can distinguish the two. We do have a. It's growing. It's a growing sport in the United States. Uh, we have, we do have tickets to um, Orlando City Soccer Club. That's an MLS team. And uh, the stadium is pretty much sold out every time they have a game. Uh, but they're not getting the same type of prices for tickets as you would for, say, a hockey game or a football American football game. Um, that's all I do. I'll just call it American football because I think that's what you guys call it. <laughs> uh, yeah. So the fans are just, just as excited here about football as they are American football. I mean, they're, I think more so because the fans – they feel that like when you, when we watch the world cup, you know, how everybody sings and gets together and stuff like that. You see that at, at football here a lot more than you do American football, even that, that, that whole stadium camaraderie, just getting together and like getting behind the sport. Like that's one of the things that really drew me towards it. And it is growing. I think it's growing in popularity a lot. Uh, I think especially with a lot of like the players coming over from other teams to the U S to play on U S teams, it's drawing in more viewership. Um, and getting a larger exposure. It's still no nowhere close to what American football is here or even baseball, but it's starting to grow. I mean, more and more people are talking about it, in my opinion. You know, you, you know, Justin, and to follow up with what he was just saying, you know, you had Steven Gerrard, you know, come here and play for a little bit after he retired from Liverpool. You know, it was a big thing for the LA Galaxy. You know, you also had David Beckham. Every, you know, every Liverpool win can't stand him but you know manchester united want to be you know whatever loser <laughs> but um uh, you know over here we call him a loser but um uh no for all you manchester united fans that live in liverpool whatever relax um so uh you know it, it, like mike said i'll follow up with it it's it's gotten very popular you know you, you know how you're in the supporter section and the liverpool section you see them all losing their minds going crazy you know uh the flags wave and you know in the state in the stadium and things um we have that here now um, back when I came to Liverpool, we didn't have that. Um, you were lucky. You had to go see semi-pro teams, and you'd be lucky if you'd have 500 people there. You know what I mean? It, it, so in the last 10 years, it has literally taken off in the United States. I've always said the United States is probably 20 years behind England, Italy, Germany, you know, the, the Spain, the big clubs, you know, that actually have uh, a lot of talent and have had decades of professional football. Um, so I feel like the United States, it's, it's getting more talented. Um, the talent pool is catching up just like anything. I mean, it's just like girls soccer here in this country. Uh, you know, the United States dominated in the world cup, you know, for, for, nice. but it's, it's, you see these other countries like Canada, you know, uh, Brazil, things like that on the women's side, even, even England, even the English uh, girls are, are, are right there with them. I mean, the games are no longer five, nothing blowouts, you know, and shutouts. They're two to one, three to two, things like that nature. So, you know, I, I believe it's coming a long way. Well, you know, like one thing that I always, always amuses me is the UK. I always find it. The UK invent a sport and then the U S basically just make it even more crazy and entertaining. So we invent um, 
we had snooker, you know, with like this big snooker table and it's very posh and it, the game lasts 60 minutes. You guys got to invent American pool and nine ball where it's all like super, you know, super entertainment. We have hockey. You guys got to come along and do ice hockey. Yeah. You always got to do it better. And oh, then, no, that was Canada. And then, <laughs> that was Canada. We have, we have um, football. You guys have American football. Am I right in saying that, you know, um, things get quite Americanized in terms of, you know, maximum talent and stuff. Am I right in saying that? You know, we are the champions of taking something else from somebody and making it like our own. Um, so like you said, the next thing, it's like cricket. You know, I think Soccer. cricket was, I think cricket was a lot, a lot around a lot longer than, um, than baseball. You know oh, what I mean? Yeah. So it's like, we were like, oh, you got cricket? Watch this. We'll call no. it baseball. Well, yeah. I want to interrupt got, real quick. You got soccer, me... cricket, and tennis, and golf. But look what go you guys invented over in the UK. But real quick, I think what happens is, I <laughs> think it's because we're a melting pot, like I said. I think what happens is, is people come from, you know, different countries, and they miss the sports that they had there. So they start playing them here. And then they have to teach, you know, people that have never played how to play it. So they change the rules a little bit and then it evolves, yeah, yeah. you know, and then it's like, then you have to, you know, we like to call it the Michael Bay effect because he does, <laughs> you know, like Transformers and all these movies where everything has to blow up and get all sparkly. So we do that with the sports too. It's like, oh, we have to make this more like I'm bigger and louder Optimus and crazier. Prime. I do have a cricket question <laughs> for you, Justin, yes. real quick. So, you know, baaseball is over usually in like four hours. <laughs> <laughs> in the United horrible. States. It's okay. Horrible. It's horrible. It takes forever for a game to end. I do not understand how these people play cricket. I mean, Mark, correct me if I'm wrong, but they can go like a month to three to six months playing cricket, like in India and things like that. I've seen it. <laughs> and I'm going, how does anybody sit in the stands for that long and cheer on a team for 30 days? You know what I mean? Well, let, let me tell you, I mean, cricket, um, well, I went, I went to, the school I went to, we were sort of made to play cricket. And, it's you know, it's all right, you know. It, it's okay. Um, but, yeah, I agree that some of the, the, the series, they just go on and on and on. But let me tell you about cricket. It, it's quite – you wouldn't think so. But it, for me, it's quite a brutal um, sport. There's, there's, there's basically – there's a position called silly mid-off. And, you know, was it silly mid-on? And, and it is, quite frankly, silly. Basically – You've got the, the, the ball, a really solid ball, rock-solid ball, a million miles an hour. It's bouncing up at the batsman. He smashes the hell out of it. And there's a guy who's silly mid-on who's literally, this guy is literally only a few foot away from him, you know. And, okay, he's wearing a hat and all that and, and to protect it down there. But, you know, there's been deaths. If this cricket ball hits you hard enough in the heart area, you're gonna, it's going to stop your heart. And it's happened before. It's Honestly, it's a brutal game. What? Wow. I still don't understand it. That's the whole thing. I sit there and try to watch it once, and I'm going, I have no idea what the hell is going on. Like, none. I have <laughs> no clue with cricket. I, you know, baseball, I get, like, you know, three strikes, you're out. You know, I don't know anything about cricket. Mike actually started watching um, rugby. Oh, don't get me started. <laughs> and, he and, he, and he he loves it, but and he I had, love it. I he loves it. Two hours and don't understand what's going on at all. <laughs> like I just don't get it. It's literally like these huge, massive guys charging at each other and just getting run over. And then like <laughs> I, I just I'm like, this is insane. 
but with no pads it's so on. so much fun to watch. Yeah, with no with pads. No pads. On. You know, we have guys in the United States that they have on American football. We have so many pads and helmets and rules and regulations. And with rugby, it just feels like you just go out there and just run through people. And <laughs> the ref is like the nicest person on the planet. You know, he's just like, guys, guys, settle down. Let's let's do this differently. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and he's like, no, we're not doing that that way right now. And they're all and all the players are just completely calm. Like, oh yeah, okay, oh, sorry, mate, didn't mean to do that to you. You know, like it's all so prim and proper, and everybody's so sorry, friendly. Mate. You know, it's like, oh, I, you know, I apologize. Sorry, I didn't mean to. I didn't mean to like break you in half. You know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's amazing. Well, you know what? It's a it's a funny one because I I've been to a lot of soccer football mm-hmm. matches and. You know, you find that in soccer over here, there is there's a lot of trouble. It's hooliganism. Yeah. You know, the the opposite fans. You've probably seen it on mm-hmm. TV and movies and stuff. It's true. A lot of violence. They beat the hell out of yeah. each other. You know, people killing each other over football. But I've been to see Wrexham football with friends in North Wales. Loads of violence. The fans fight each other. You go to watch the um, rugby. It's a different matter in the rugby. Both sets of fan, opposing fans are sat in the same. <laughs> And drinking beer together, yeah. and there's never any trouble because I think all the violence is taken out on the pitch. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. Yeah, that's that's wild. I mean, we have the same issues of, uh, with the American football, where we have a lot of fights from rival teams. Um, I was a season pass holder for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers football team. Fly Eagles. Fly. Oh God! Don't get him started, Justin. Don't yeah. just Eric, be quiet. I'm <laughs> a Philadelphia fan, Philadelphia Eagles fan, and uh, but yeah, there there's uh, certain teams that we have big rivalry with. There's always fights. Now, not to the extent that I've seen on television <laughs> as far as soccer matches, where it's the entire stadium charging the field to like have a brawl in the middle and torching it. Uh, okay, yeah. I, I, I'm gonna follow with that one for Mike because I have an interesting story when I was in Liverpool. Okay, so I went into um, West Brom, right, and I had my 11 yeah. year old son with me at the time, and we were sitting in the stands. And my father in law, he is from Liverpool, and uh, my ex father in law, and so we were sitting there, and I. It was the first time I witnessed a fan over my shoulder going, "Hey, Stevie," because it was when the Stephen Gerrard era was going, and he goes, "You stupid." C word, if you get my drift. And I was like, yeah, yeah, my yeah. son looks at me and I go, it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> like that. And he just, and like, and like, I don't understand how, like, cause you're right there. I mean, the player is right in front of you, unlike in the United States where they're like 100 miles away, it yeah. feels like. So I was just sitting there going like this. Okay. And then I said to my ex father in law, <laughs> I said, hey, why are they making this, uh, the uh, opposing teams, fans leave first? Why can't we leave? And they're like, yeah. oh, because they'll fight each other in the streets. And I was like, what? <laughs> they will literally in England fight you immediately. If you say the wrong word headed to a pub or in a pub, you're going to get punched in the face. <laughs> so, so I was going to tell Mike, hey, when, when we go over here, listen, when you get out of the stadium, if we're in Manchester, especially Manchester, you know, with Manchester United or Man City, do not say the wrong thing because we're going to end up in a fight and then they're going to have it on the news. Two Americans were arrested today <laughs> and beaten with bobby hats. But he, didn't, so. yeah, he didn't tell me what I can and can't say, so I'm a little nervous because I don't even know. Like, I'm you just, just nod and smile and walk, and walk out. Yeah, you just nod, smile, drink your beer, and you walk out. Like, you know don't what make I mean? eye contact. Don't make eye contact. Yeah, just don't even look at him. Just walk away. <laughs> Love it. Well, well, guys, you know, these these shows absolutely fly. And, <laughs> you know, already it comes to the end of the hour on New Brighton Radio on La Vida Liverpool Live. However, 
we are going to be doing um, uh, another exchange where I'm going to be coming on the Daily BM um, where we can say what we like. <laughs> okay, I, mean, I apologize uh, once see. again. <laughs> I'm sorry that you had hit that dump, dump button like what, three times? I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, good. Well, you know, it's just so good. It's so, so great to have you guys on. It's been so interesting talking about both sides of the water and I've learned a lot about where you live. It's uh, it's been really interesting. Um, I'm going to just bring you guys in to say uh, a goodbye to everyone who's been listening. We're going to upload the show and I'm going to come on your show in a few weeks. I can't wait, dude. Uh, you were amazing. You're an amazing uh, talent, amazing host for a show. And uh, thank you so much for having us on. Watch and out, I'm Justin. So, he's single. I'm so sorry, <laughs> Justin, that uh, I, I made you hit that dumb button like three times. Like, yeah, don't worry. Uh, we're going to beat him up after the show. Yeah. So, uh, Mikey, you want to say something? Yeah, we really appreciate all the listeners that are tuning in and giving us the opportunity to, to talk with you and learn a little bit about your culture and learn a little bit about our culture. And, you know, we can all have a better life together. I love the intro that you had, Justin, talking about making the world a better place and having great things to listen about uh, and hear good news for a change. Cause I know for the last couple of years, it feels like we've just been bombarded with bad news, bad news, bad news and ways to find yeah. strife. And it's just nice to have, you know, a publication like the one that we're uh, a part of right now and out there trying to make a difference. We nice appreciate okay. that. Yeah. Justin, uh, so keep, keep spreading the word, man. You are amazing. So I'm just going to nice finish, one, Justin, nice. just by saying, hey, thank you again for having us on. We can't wait to have you on the Daily BM. Uh, if you're fans of your yeah. show would love to find us, they can find us at thedailybm.com. They can also find us on all our socials on the Tiki Talk, which is TikTok right now until it gets banned in the United States. <laughs> but uh, in, in the tweet machine, which is Twitter, you can find us at underscore the Daily BM and on Facebook and Instagram at the Daily BM. So or just write us an email at info at and tell us why, Eric, you know, we should put, you know, toilet paper in his mouth. Other than that, man. <laughs> We'll catch you on the Love flip you. side, Justin. <laughs> Thanks so much, guys. Absolute legends. Been a pleasure. And then we'll delve even deeper when I come on the Daily BM. Yes. No holds barred. <laughs> Sounds great. Cheers, guys. Absolute legends. Nice one. And welcome back to the Daily BM. The wow. Uh, Kind of floored a little bit there, Mikey. Uh, I don't know about you, but you know now we know why. Now you all know why Eric is in our outhouse shitter uh, shit list, whatever you want to call it. What do you think? <laughs> you know, for the guy that has the most radio experience and the guy that grilled us all week on what we can and can't say on the air on broadcast, can't even say it. Broadcast terrestrial radio. He, he fucked up right out of the gate. Like, right out of the gate. First words out of his mouth. The Daily BM. We talk about dicks and pussies. <laughs> oh, my God. And I'm like, I am floored. Nothing was funnier than your facial expression. Your jaw <sighs> hit the floor, and it looked like your screen froze for, like, 20 seconds because you were in such a state of shock. <laughs> No, man, you're not kidding, bro. Like, I was petrified. That was my first time ever doing anything live on the air, radio waves. Okay. Like, I've done pre recorded stuff before, right. but I've never done something that was live, you know? So, and I know the rules. I know the rules. I know what and I got to so do. do I. I was so 
beside myself, I was having a hard time like getting convers like like getting back into the swing of it because I was just like I just wanted to run away and hide. Like I literally thought that the, you know the uh, what do they call them bobbies over there? <laughs> they're gonna come the beat right you up with a billy club. <laughs> I, I thought they were gonna come fly. They're on the jet. They're on the uh, the Concord. What is it? Concord? Concord is that that's yeah, the super fast. Jet no, that's that in France the though. I think the Concord. Oh, whatever. <laughs> Close they're enough. On one of those, they're they're over here like you know they're gonna be here like thirty minutes to whoop my ass because you know I'm like talk cuss like <laughs> they're like come over here mate airways. let me whoop your ass mate. <laughs> right, they're draw they're drafting up the red notice right now for yeah. extradition. You know, <laughs> like gonna be on trial. They're gonna be like, do you guys know this young man? We're gonna be like, nope, <laughs> not but at not all. One, but he didn't do it once. Not twice. <laughs> He didn't do it twice, but thrice. thrice. He had the menage a trois of cuss words uh, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Couldn't believe well, I hope it. You got, I, ho I hope everyone enjoyed that very special episode. That was kind of near and dear to our heart because it was fun to do a collaboration across the pond. Absolutely. We are going to have Justin, the host of, what is it? La Vida. La Vida Liverpool. Liverpool. That's right. This, that's, okay. It's an online it right and now a, a publication magazine. So yeah, online and a publication uh, he's going to be coming on our show, and we're going to have no holes bars conversation <laughs> where Eric can be his normal, normal self. self. <laughs> yeah. Talk about dicks and pussies. I don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know if you noticed, but like, I, I think he was nervous because he kept saying the word gimmick over and over and over again. And he never uses that word on our show. I was like, why are you talking gimmick to the to the English people when I don't even think that's part of their vernacular. <laughs> They're thinking, what the hell is a, a gimmick? What the hell is a gimmick? <laughs> What's a gimmick? They thought, like, they thought oh. maybe it was like some type of pint or something like that. I don't know. My all-time all favorite though, guys, was – okay, so Brad used to live in Melbourne, yeah, correct? Melbourne, Cocoa Beach. And yeah. his brother was an avid surfer, and Brad surfed as well. So they lived in the community. My favorite part in the whole show is when Justin's asking about the surfing community, which this is a knockout of the park for Brad. Like he ain't going to answer this question like in his sleep. Like he was geared up and ready to answer. And as soon as Brad starts to open his mouth, Eric chimes that we don't have any surf culture here in Lakeland. We're stuck in the middle of the state. And I was like, oh my God, like way to add to the conversation, Eric. No, we don't have it. Nothing like that at all. Complete misconception. And the text. And Brad was just like, Seriously, <laughs> seriously, bro. <laughs> I could have fielded this because we most definitely have a surf culture. We even have one in Lakeland. If you hang out with the right people yes. that are surfers, they have a surf culture. It's just if you don't hang out with surfers, then you don't see the surf <laughs> yeah, You don't culture. see the it's surfer not, if you're not one of them. You know, it's not like we go to the lakes and see surfers like surfing in the waves from the boats, you know. <laughs> I mean, there's wakeboarders, but not surfers. So I can get it if you don't ever go to the beaches, especially if you don't go to the Atlantic, because I think surfing is not as common on the Gulf side as it is on the Atlantic. Correct. Because the waves are different. Correct. But yeah, again, hope you guys enjoyed it. We'll we'll bust Eric's balls on the next episode when he's here. But let me uh, let me let me just tell you one thing too, because oh, yes. I have a buddy who I went to high school with. He is now a yeah. pastor in Cocoa Beach area. And he still surfs to this day, man. He's with it. He's got his surfing buddies on Facebook. That's what I was going to get into. And I was like, oh, I was going to pay him some homage because his name is Mark. 
and uh, and uh, Mark Reynolds oh, so actually. You're, you're gonna rub one out to him? No, no, I'm not gonna rub one out to him. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> he's a man of he's a man of God. Come on now, but um, he. Uh, oh, you're right. You're too old. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Oh wow, I didn't say he was wow. Catholic. Ooh, uh, <laughs> okay, you get it? I'm sorry. All right, there you go. There you go. There you go. I'm sure you're. I'm well, sure you're. I'm just looking like around for the people. lightning bolts to hit us both right now. So um, anyway. Um, hey, I'm not. I'm not the one like that has a bad rep for making out with kids. I'm sorry. You, oh, okay. I thought you were beating me. I was like, bitch, I don't make out with kids. What the hell are you talking about? No, 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 no. I'm saying if God is even uh, to throw lightning bolts at him, uh, you with the people doing that, that's it all. that are causing the stereotype, not the people that are calling him out for the stereotype. <laughs> Wow. And just like that, it went south. Um, yes. <laughs> all right, guys, listen, tune in tomorrow. We'll have some great fresh content going and uh, some laughs. And um, we look forward to catching you guys on the flip side. You want to tell them where to find us at? Find us at thedailybm.com. And on our Facebook and Instagram, Daily BM. And on the Tiki Talk and the Tweet Machine at underscore the Daily BM. We'll see you. Have a good one, everybody. <laughs>